The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Bonus pod here. Welcome, everybody, on Fantasy Football Today. Looks like Jonathan Taylor is going to miss some time. He is expected to start the season on the pup list, which means at least four games that he will be missing, and he's still with the Indianapolis Colts. I'm Adam Azer with Jamie Eisenberg, and what is your reaction to this, Jamie? Let's start with Jonathan Taylor. We were thinking maybe late round two, early round three. Now that he's going to start out on pup, he's going to miss a juicy matchup with the Texans in week two, by the way. Um, at least four games. When are we drafting Jonathan Taylor? I think, Adam, you know, at this point, you have to treat him um, almost like a better version of Alvin Kamara, hmm. you know, where you know you're missing that much time. So I don't know, man. It's like round four, and, round five. You have to even wonder what he's going to be when he comes back. And we don't know when he's going to come back because if he's really on the pup list, and this ankle injury is lingering. That's a little scary, isn't it? Well, again, you know, how much of this is posturing and how much of this is he's actually hurt because... To put um, him on the pup list? I feel like he's got to be hurt. But I could. But you're right. Like, I don't, I don't know the ins and outs of he's, it. He's definitely dealing with something, you know, yeah. so the ankle's probably not 100%, but... Oh boy, <laughs> nice. Schaefer. Let's get a YouTube poll. Let's see what. Let's start with. I, I would say. Four. I would say at this point, like, so when we when we look at the tiers of running backs, he's behind clearly the the guys that he was in the range of of, you know, I'll, I'll say past the Jacobs Taylor, uh, Jacobs Henry group. So behind Mixon, behind Gibbs, behind Stevenson, behind Etienne, behind Pierce, behind Aaron Jones. Um, well, you're you getting love, now you into. Love Dobbins. Behind Dobbins, you're getting now into Madison, Connor, Sanders range, and so when you start to think like big picture, who's better? I, I think those guys are at this point, right? I, um, Madison, Connor, who? Miles Sanders. I mean, I definitely take Sanders, Madison, and Connor. You just don't know if they're any good at this point. So, if you we're, can... we're get we're getting to like running back twenty. I know. I I think. I mean, I think Brees Hall is probably the 
the big comparison here, right? Because you're expecting Brees Hall to have the bigger impact in the second half of the season, which you're hoping for from Taylor. Um, I would take Sanders over Taylor. I don't think I'd take Madison or Connor. But boy. Well, you, I mean, let me ask you this because I think I have him right like 20. I know where you're going. <laughs> Ken Walker or Jonathan Taylor? Um, I think... Uh, I think Taylor, but it's really risky. I mean, I could see the, I could see this just being a terrible season for Jonathan Taylor and who knows when he's coming back. And, um, well, didn't, didn't Schefter tweet that he can, they can tag him again. He's not even tagged. I'm sorry. They can tag him next year. Yeah, I'm sure they can. Why wouldn't they be able to? Yeah. Um, right. It's contentious right now. And, you know what? Honestly, it sounds like I'm hemming and hawing, but I, I really don't know. I think it's really hard to know how to draft him. I guess I'd say Taylor, yeah, in round five is where I'm thinking, after Sanders, before the running backs that I feel like are just going to have a lot of work but aren't very good. That's that's the where I'd... That's yeah. Connor and Madison. I, I like those guys, don't get me wrong, but he is still Jonathan Taylor at the end of the day. Well, I mean, he's still Jonathan Taylor, but you know, he he's, he's going to have to have a little bit of a ramp-up period. He's going to have to have you know, some acclimation with a new quarterback that he's never been on the field with and Anthony Richardson. And by the way, he's never played with a running quarterback. I mean, he started his career with, was his rookie year with Phillip Rivers? Mm. He, no, Wentz. He went Wentz. Uh, Wentz. And, no. Yeah, he did go Rivers, right? Rivers, Wentz, Ryan, right? Oh, uh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, well, that was the order. Rivers, Wentz, Ryan, yeah. Yeah, so so this is your four from So he's never had a running quarterback. You know, Wentz is the closest to that. Um yeah, I mean, the earliest for me would be round four. The earliest. I think you're right. Brees Hall is the better comp. So, uh, okay. I How about Ken Walker, Brees Hall, James Conner, Alexander Madison? Is he I would take all those guys over Taylor right now. Wow, okay. And and you know how I feel about Brees Hall. I'd probably take Brees Hall over him. I don't think he'll be a top 24 running back for me. I think I, I, think I feel the same way now, now that I'm thinking about it. I just, well, it's such a, you know, here's the thing. It, how important is that round five pick? Right. I mean, are these league winners we're talking about? They might be, especially because Dobbins is going round five. I know how much you love him. Um, I think that's what you have to kind of ask yourself is that's why I like Ken Walker. I still think he has major upside. Yep. Uh, how, what kind of player are you drafting? Are you drafting a, a league winner or are you drafting a starter? Because if you, you think you're just drafting a starter, a worthwhile starter, then maybe you take a shot at Jonathan Taylor. Well, let, let's yeah. put it this way if you are not taking a quarterback or tight end in the first five rounds, so you go with your first four picks in a three receiver league, whether it's two receivers and a flex or three receivers PPR, you're probably going to go three. Let's say you go three receivers and a running back. So a modified hero RB approach, because we're going to make the decision in round five. So now you're in round five and you're staring at Trevor Lawrence, right? That's where his ADP is. I think. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence, um, Darren, no, yeah. Darren Waller. And the running backs that we're talking about here are, yeah, I mean, I guess Dobbins is still there in this scenario. Um, I, but I mean, we say that though. But I think Brees Hall's ADP is still ahead of Dobbins. So that's, I think that's the range. This is the range. All right. So first of all, if you have a two running back, two receiver, one flex league, it's easier to take Taylor. If you have to start three receivers and you got to build your lineup a little bit more, and you still have to start the flex, it's a little bit harder to. to I have Taylor. I have a draft tonight where I have the first pick. I'm taking Jefferson, obviously. I'm hoping for it's it's two receivers, two running backs in the flex. I, I would have no problem taking three receivers. You know I like that strategy. But if I don't take three receivers, let's say 
I decided to go a different route and I go one receiver, one running back. I come back on the four or five turn. That's where I would consider Taylor. Yeah. I was going to say that feels like a little early based on what we were just saying. So if you have the first pick, you're probably not getting Taylor. I feel like he's going to end up going, you know, after your fifth pick and before your sixth pick. But um, yeah, the, he, that's winning the poll results right now is round two, round three, round four, round five or later. Round five or later is 70%. I don't know if you want to update it, Schaefer, to you know, start at round four, round five, round six, round seven or later. I'd be curious to see what the results of that poll would be. Um, yeah, it's like the more I think about it, I, I yeah, round five at the earliest. I'm, I'm like keep back backtracking here. It's like yeah, I I know we sound a little wishy washy. I apologize, but it's like we're we're processing this as it's happening. Exactly. So, um, but if we talk this out, right? Like if it's a, especially if it's two two running back, two receiver flex league. Okay, let's say you start your team with a stud receiver and a stud running back. And let's say you go receiver in round two, and let's say you take uh, Justin Fields in round four. So you've got Fields. Barkley, Garrett Wilson, and Calvin Ridley, okay? That's your team right now, which is a terrific start. Now you're up in round five, and you probably have like the eighth, ninth, tenth pick in the draft. Um, Can you take Taylor there? That would give you Fields, Barkley, Taylor, Ridley, and who did I say in round two? Garrett Wilson? Yes. Okay. I mean, your team's pretty loaded at that point. You're not going to be great at tight end unless maybe in the next round you could even take Kyle Pitts or Darren Waller or Goddard, you know, based on ADP. And then in round seven, you might be able to get a Cam Akers or a Rashad White or DeAndre Swift if you want to go that route. If you like Gibson or Brian Robinson or A.J. Dillon, if you think Samaj P. Ryan or Jalen Warren, I think that you could pull this off. I, I do think you can pull this off um, by taking Taylor in round five if you really crush it with your first four picks and you feel great about your team. What do you think? I mean, you certainly could. It's just a matter of when does he come back and what what kind of player are you getting? You know, it's like I'm looking at the chat right here. Like I, I think somebody mentioned Montgomery. Like right. how do you justify like David Montgomery, Taylor over David Montgomery? Like I'm thinking how I feel about Jamonte Williams that I'm concerned about him. Let's not forget Taylor's still going to be on a bad offense. You know, yeah. the the lack of touchdowns may be there, may not be there. The the lack of receptions may not be there too. You know, so we were counting on him to be him and sort of overcome some of these things. Now, if he's not him, yeah, no, that's exactly right. I mean, if if you could tell me we were getting, I think know, I'm just out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll update you on the poll. So far, the new poll round we have 105, 106 votes. Round four, 14 percent. Round five, 24 percent. Round six, 26%. Round seven or later, 36%. Uh, all right, it's interesting. Now, what if, What about the other running backs? We have well, Zach I was just Moss. about to say, you know, they have Zach Moss who's on dealing with a broken arm. I don't know what his status is. I didn't see anything updated as of 4 o'clock. So, but what I just, I looked at his player page and he had surgery maybe August 1st and the timeline was six weeks. So, okay. So they have Moss who... At the last year, when Taylor got hurt in the Minnesota game, Moss and Deion Jackson split carries pretty evenly in that game, and then they just went all out on Zach Moss. Yeah, uh, but he barely caught passes. He caught four balls in four games at the end of the season. Deion well, Jackson had four games last year with four more catches. In fact, he had two games with eight or more catches. So, well, I, I think read. again, you're looking at the at 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 the time a more quarterback friendly offense more running back from the offense from from yes a passing standpoint yeah 
now you have Shane Steichen, who we know didn't really throw the ball. Their offense didn't throw the ball in Philadelphia. Lowest targets to running backs in that system. And with Anthony Richardson, you just don't expect it. So if they stay with what they are right now, I would take a late-round flyer on basically all three guys, depending on how deep your league is. Deion Jackson would be my first one, then probably Evan Hall, and then probably Zach Moss just because of health. But don't forget, they entertain Kareem Hunt. And if they feel like Jonathan Taylor is not going to be a significant contributor for them at all, at least in the beginning part of the season, that may be a transaction that we hear after week one. And so just take that into account. So your best bet is to find the the right landing spot for Jonathan Taylor in your draft, wherever you're willing to take the, the, the chance on him. And that's probably the only Colts running back I would draft. And then what I would do is I would look to be aggressive on waivers. Remember, once you once you draft, depending on you have uh, an IR spot, you can stash Taylor on an IR spot. You can make a transaction following that. And then you can try and pick up one of these guys. They got the Jaguars and the Texans to start the season. So the Texans have just, year after year, been an absolute sieve against the run. They are terrible. And, uh, in fact, in Week 18, Zach Moss had 18 carries, 114 yards, and a touchdown against the Texans. Unfortunately, he didn't win you Weeks 15, 16, or 17, but he won you Week 18 if you played. Um, Jacksonville was 20th against running backs last year. I don't think they've made major upgrades to their run defense, but I, I could be wrong. I haven't done my Week 1 research yet. Uh, but I actually, yeah, you know what, Jamie? I think I might take a shot on Kareem Hunt. And look, maybe it's Fournette or something, but I think I'd take a shot on Kareem Hunt before those guys. Would you? In uh, in your Dynasty League, it was my last pick, and it was right at the time of the news that happened when he, he left New Orleans, Kareem hunted, and went to visit Indianapolis. And I was like, oh, what am I going to get in this round? <laughs> you know, it was 27, 20, 24, whatever it is. Three million, um, yeah. Uh, so I was like, yeah, I'll take a flyer on that. So yeah, I think those are the, those are the type of moves you want to, you want to make at this point, but man, it's just, uh, it's just hard <laughs> to, to say one of these guys stands out because yeah. the rushing production is going to come from the quarterback. Right. It, it's, it, you're not getting a high end player here. So, um, speaking of the quarterback, how does this change your evaluation, if at all of Anthony Richardson and let's say Michael Pittman as well? It doesn't really. I mean, I've, I've been ranking it as if he was gone for Taylor, you know, that they were going to trade him. You know, I, he's he's going to be the offense. He's going to run the ball. He's going to, you know, have it, – it's basically like if you if you look at Justin Fields from a year ago. You know, he's going to have to do so much. Yeah, you know, um, they could still trade him, by the way. Like, they had a self-imposed deadline of 4 p.m. on Tuesday because that's when roster cutdown was. But he could still – I don't see any reason why he couldn't be traded. So just to throw that out there. Maybe now we know why he wasn't traded. Teams didn't want, want to take a shot, maybe, on a guy who was going to be on Pup. So, uh, yeah, I think that's basically it. I mean, Michael Michael Pittman, does he benefit? No change. I will say this. The, the, the regret I have over the last several days of doing quite a few drafts is passing on the Dolphins running backs because that was the biggest concern, was that he was going to Miami and how one of those guys, if not both, would be – Irrelevant, completely like completely irrelevant. You know, not yeah. just handcuff or anything. Like just completely irrelevant. And uh, I did a radio show earlier today, and the question was, you know, what happened to the to the, you know, the Dolphins guys? And you know, there was still a chance maybe one of those guys would get sent back to Indianapolis in as part of a package. So it was worth you know holding on to it. But yeah, the 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 winners coming out of this, I think, are Jeff Wilson and Raheem Mostert. And you know, if you drafted them at an even bigger discount over the weekend because of the potential of Miami acquiring Jonathan Taylor. You're, you're, you're pretty happy about that. Yeah. I, and two guys I drafted yesterday in our podcast league draft, 14 teams, 
Jeff Wilson, and Jerry Judy, who's not going on short-term IR, baby. Would you take Jerry Judy or Jonathan Taylor? Who's going to be higher in your overall rankings? Wow. Uh, probably Judy. Like I said, I, as we're talking, this out. Out, I just feel like I'm out. <laughs> he I'm, is I'm out. out. Jerry. Oh, man. I'm getting some uh, white men can't jump vibes right now. He's out. He is out. And then I won't say the next slide. Anyway, um, thanks for listening and watching, everybody. Tomorrow's Draft-a-thon. Woo-hoo. And we'll get Heath. Oh, I'm going to make fun of Heath so bad tomorrow morning. Because <laughs> he, uh, if you watch the CBS Sports Network show I want to look. Let me see. He we just did, crushed took, me. In the, the podcast league was, was Heath, right? Yeah, he has him in the podcast league. He has him in the Dynasty League. So we... We did a draft for Draftathon. You unfortunately are not in this draft, um, but it's a lot of the analysts that are going to be on the show. Right. I wouldn't say unfortunately, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I didn't bother asking you. Uh, let's see where he went in that draft. So he went in round two. Two? Can you guess? He went to Heath. No, the other one. Chris. Dave. Dave. Oh man, round two. All right. Well, Dave's drafted a lot of Taylor recently. I'm sorry. You know, look. Do you have any Jonathan Taylor shares? No, zero. I've done 20 drafts so far. No, I'm sorry. 17 drafts so far. Zero Jonathan Taylor. I haven't looked at all of them, but it's possible Scott Fishbowl like five months ago, it feels like, but I don't think so. So I yeah. will say no. Wow. Congratulations, Dave. But hey, look, it's not over. Some guys, you know, they some guys pay off in the end. That's what we're hoping for for Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, obviously. And we'll see if we change our mind tomorrow morning because sometimes a little bit of distance helps and we'll keep thinking about it. So we'll update you tomorrow morning and uh, we'll have another podcast for you then and we'll talk to you later on Fantasy Football Today. New CBS Sunday. You collect rewards, right? This is how I make my living. When something is lost, everyone's looking for something. He finds it. You strong swimmer? So-so. So-so. So-so's okay. Justin Hartley stars. I survive. You make quick, smart decisions. and You never let panic take the wheel. Sounds cool. It is cool, actually. Very cool. Tracker. New Sunday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus.